Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Forge Father FM. I'm with my man Adam, and today we have a special guest coming on, Mr. Steve Z, who has been just absolutely crushing it inside the, the brotherhood. Uh, he's been beating me on workouts, and uh, he's, just, he's just been destroying it, man. So happy to have you on, Mr. Steve Z. How are we doing, brother? Fantastic. Fantastic. And my man Adam, how are you doing, brother? Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Good to get uh, the disease around here. Heck yeah, man. Mr. Steve Z. So can you tell us how long have you been in the Brotherhood? You've been in this thing since it's, it's the early, be, early days, man. Yeah. Um, it's got to be at least three years. I want to say it was around November of like 2017, Yeah, I think. And that was, yeah. uh, it was, it wasn't the Forge Father quite yet. It was still the Forge Warrior Project at that point. And yep. I want to say, Adam, were you, did you join before Steve Z or who, who was first? I can't remember. Steve was first. That was, yep. I think, April of yep. the next year. Right. After. Right. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I'm looking forward to digging into your journey because you've certainly made quite a transformation over those years, Steve. And uh, yep. it's been awesome to see you sprout and like I said, uh, been beating me in in workouts, so you're you're certainly put pushing me hard uh, within the different challenges that we've done. Uh, we got Trident going on right now, but before that, it was uh, well, we did 7500, and then we were doing uh, the summer games. Yeah, and uh, you were just beating out. And in fact, uh, Forge Main programming tomorrow has uh, our uh, benchmark workout engine. Yep, and uh, that that was probably one of the more brutal. I remember you posted up your uh, score, and you're like. I have, I have, uh, what did you say? I have eyewitnesses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I saw it. Once I, was like, well, I turned around and saw the time, I was like, whoa. All right. I, I'm going to need, I'm going to need, uh, my wife was out there and a buddy of mine. I, like, I might need you guys to come online and just prove that I actually did this. All right. No, I love that because uh, obviously, you know, with a lot of this being online and, you know, you're, you're recording it yourself and you're posting the results yourself. Over the years, and Adam can agree with me, we've seen some pretty crazy scores. It's like, wow, that's pretty impressive. You, you might think about, you know, joining the CrossFit Games from some, some of the guys, you know. It's like, you might think about trying out for or taking up CrossFit because you just probably beat Rich Froning in that workout <laughs> if he did it, you know. But, no, I, I love seeing that because, you know, that's really the, the focus is, you know, obviously continue to better yourself. But, you know, as we go along this journey, you know, we're, we're trying to better everybody else too, you know? So Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's great to see, man. But yeah, let's take it all the way uh, back to when you first started. What were you doing at that point? And I guess what, what uh, got Forged Warrior on the, on the radar for you, man? I started, um, I had, I had kind of stopped doing what I normally do. I hadn't been, I hadn't been working out. I hadn't, you know, I gotten fat. I stepped on the scale. I was like 270 at that point. Um, and I, I just wasn't doing anything with myself. So I went online and I found your, um, I want to say ECB or, uh, elite competitor blueprint. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I, I got that and I started going through that and started, uh, feeling good again, lost a little bit of weight, started getting some focus there. And that's when I just continued. I did a, I did a little research on you yourself and that's when I saw that you had these programs out and I just reached out to you and, I began it, started going through the whole process, the beginning process of the, of the Forge Warrior and just using the building blocks and it started getting it into, you know, more and more and more. And that kind of brought me to where I am today. That was at least my first stepping stone to it. Yeah, absolutely. So what's, uh, what is your past history? Like, as far as like, 
athletics. I know you're, you're huge into rugby. You're still playing yeah. rugby now, yeah. but has that always been like your main focus? Like, and, and you're from uh, New York, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm Rochester, New York. Yep. I am. Yep. Yes. I, I like to distinguish that because usually people, first thing out of people's mouths is what's Manhattan like? Uh, it's like seven hours from my house. <laughs> like, so, so it's a big difference, much big, big difference. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I started, I, uh, I mean, I, I did, you know, in high school, I did three, uh, three sports and everything like that. And I went to, uh, when I got to college, I had the, the wrestling coach, he called me up my first day there. And he's like, you know, I, I've seen your name before and certain things and, and this and that. And so why don't you come on down and wrestle with us? So I, I went to a practice, I wrestled around with the guys and then he, he started talking to me afterwards. Says, yeah, you know, we, we get up in the morning at 5 a.m. and do our five mile run. And then we have team practice and then you go to class. We have team lunch and then afternoon practice. And, and at that point where my mindset was, is like, well, when the heck do I get to meet girls and party and stuff like that? And, um, that was the, uh, that practice was one of the last times I ever saw those guys. And I said, I said, I don't, for me right now, this just isn't for me. So I went and joined the rugby team. I had one of my brothers had played and I, that's exploded from there. So um, I, I've always played rugby and fitness wise for the longest time. I was, uh, I was the bro split guy. You know what I mean? I never took much consideration. I, I've always kind of ate clean, if you will, thought, but I've never had, never tracked anything before, never really knew the quantities of what I was putting in my body. So it was just kind of a free for all. I never, I've always gone to the gym and had fitness, but never concentrated and focused. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never really had a plan to it. I said, I, I go to the gym. This is what I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. uh, no rhyme or reason to it, kind of going through the motions. Um, and it didn't, I mean, I've been strong before, but um, never, uh, never as knowledgeable about it as I am and be able to put it to use. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, basically growing up. I mean, it wasn't like you were being super lazy and just not doing anything. I mean, you were consistent and putting in the work. It just, you, you really didn't have a plan. Is yeah. basically what it was. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was all over the place. Got it. So you found, so you found elite competitor blueprint, which is yep. uh, the program that I put together when I was first getting into CrossFit. And it was kind of like the periodized uh, method that I, that I took to get myself to regionals and whatnot. And so that program, one of my favorite ones by far. So you got into that, you're doing that, and then you kind of uncovered the, the Forge Warrior. I guess before that, like what, what were some of the issues that you were facing up to that point? Like what, what do you feel like, you know, the barriers were that were kind of holding you back? Um, 100% would be my, my mindset, my motivation to it. Um, I personally, as a person, was uh, kind of frantic all over the place with, in all aspects of my life, not just fitness. Um, and I didn't, and that's what I liked about the Forge Warrior program was it wasn't just, it wasn't just fitness that we focused on. It was also just building yourself as a, as a person, um, teaching how to focus, you know, getting some focus in life and, and what you want to do. And, and that, and that's what fitness is for me right now is, um, it gives me, it, it, it translates into life very well for me. And that's, that's the transformation that I think was biggest for me was, uh, you know, even now I say, okay, well, I, I didn't have a, I didn't have a good week in the gym. Did I get enough sleep? Did I eat right? And was I following programs? And I feel that translates into life with me. Uh, I didn't get this project done this week. Well, did you, did you work on it here? Did you take these steps to get to the point that you want? Uh, the two correlate with each other very well. And it was kind of that, those two things that, that uh, helped me focus and get me to the point where I am today. Yeah. Awesome. And what, I guess, looking into, you know, where we're at today, what, what are some of the biggest wins that you've had thus far? I mean, besides, you know, beating me and 
workouts. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I've my whole life I've always considered myself like I don't want to say a fat guy, but a I've always had a, a muscular build, but always a chunky dude. You know, kind of fit, kind of fat, if you will. One of those things. Um, that I always I always kept the maintenance weight like between like 250, maybe 260 at some points. Right now, I'm keeping a solid maintenance weight of 230 without a problem, and that's still a little too heavy. Um, and, and so, so just learning that, and I mean, win-wise, you know, it's just getting some more focus in my life. I've gone back to school. I uh, I got a graduate degree. I've got a new job. I mean, I've I've translated. I've I've correlated everything that I've I've learned through the Warrior Program into my real life, and it is, it's been, it's been great. Yeah, you're just a uh just recently got married yeah yeah that's, that's oh yeah that's huge. a big win yep yep that's a big win <laughs> i won't i won't tell your wife that yeah i won't tell yeah, your no, wife it's on record it's on it's on video tape it's real i said it i get all no, the points awesome. for it <laughs> and i'm sure adam can agree with me on this one but it's like those types of things and seeing the progress that you've made just as like an individual like you're much more focused you're much more structured i remember uh when you first joined it was kind of like I, I i remember you saying this uh, I couldn't, I can't remember if you sent it to me through an email or if you mentioned it in one of your check-ins was like, you've always kind of been a loose cannon in the beginning. And then as time has come on, it's like, you keep things together a little bit more. And uh, I think a lot of guys have gone through that transition uh, when, 100%. when you're a little bit more focused and you just understand the process and you're, you're a little bit more patient about things. But um, what's most fulfilling is like seeing what you're achieving in life and, you know, seeing these steps that you've been taking within your profession and you're, you know, climbing the ranks there but then also you're you're handling all these extra things you're still in school you got a lot on your plate but you're still getting it done you know and so it's, it's always uh fulfilling to see that as you go through that process man yeah and it, and it brings you uh, i mean another thing i like to mention is it kind of opens up your eyes as to what you are actually capable of doing um i mean for example pull-ups for myself fitness wise um there was a point where I could get 12 of them. It took three minutes. I could get 12 pull-ups, you know, and I just kept pushing and pushing and trying. And, and now I, you know, I can get 12 pull-ups in a single clip, Yeah. you know, a big difference. You look at something like that. You're like, well, if I put this work into this little tiny aspect, what can I do if I put that same type of work and dedication into another aspect of my life? Mm -hmm. And that has just, you know, that, that kind of mindset and looking at things like that and really testing yourself as, um, has been beneficial. You know, it kind of opens your eyes say, holy crow, I don't have to settle for this. I can put in the work and I can, you know, I, I can accomplish anything because obviously I have the willpower and the ability to do it. Yeah, absolutely. The willpower, the ability, and obviously the structure, like you put all that stuff together, you mm -hmm. follow the plan, you have patience. And like you said, you started off 12 pull-ups in three minutes. I assume you're, you're referring to like the body weight gauntlet, the test that we yeah. take, you know, yep. um, throughout the year. And it's like, okay, yeah, that can be discouraging when you first start. It's like, shit, I was only able to hit 12 pull-ups over three minutes. Sure, you can settle on that and you can kind of stay in that, in that world. However, it's like you, you just you can't accept that and you just continue to push forward. And here we are you know, hitting 12 pull-ups in, in one go. And, and it's, it's amazing what can happen over that time, man. So, sure. so with all this, like looking at, you know, the, the structure of like what we do inside the Forge Father, like what, what are some of the biggest uh, pieces of that um, you feel has made the most impact on you? I, I know we mentioned like mindset and the transformation that we've made there, but like specific bits and pieces for you that have helped, helped, helped you make this progress over time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For me personally, planning was a big one that brings some structure and that gives you a, a goal. 
Um, so usually Sundays or like Monday mornings, I'll take and I, I've got like an armoire in my bedroom and I'll do each, each individual day and, you know, I go to work. It's not negotiable. Get some training in. It's not negotiable. Now, what else? I have some more time. What are things I want to accomplish this week? What do I have to get done? They're on paper. They're real now. You have to do that. That's the way I see it. And for me, every morning I open up that, you know, I open up, go to my dresser to get dressed and I'm looking and saying, okay, let's focus. What do we got to get done today? And that is, that has really been a big one for me saying, well, you know, I've, I've got X, Y, Z to do this week. I'm going to accomplish it. Um, and making things priorities and mm-hmm. fitting, you know, again, like with, with the fitness wise, I'm going to get training in. I've got 45 minutes to get training in. Let's get it in those 45 minutes. Let's not drag our feet. Let's have a plan. Let's attack things the way they're supposed to be you know, attack it with some sort of plan, some sort of focus to it. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that was the big thing for me. Like I said, I was very kind of scatterbrained all over the place. I, I flew by the seat of my pants. So uh, planning has been one of the biggest things for me and just to have some structure in, in every aspect. Yeah, absolutely. Because again, you got school, you got work, you got yeah. yourself, and then you got obviously your relationships, you know, being married, right. you, you definitely got to put time into that or mm-hmm. things things aren't going to be good. Right. So, yes, sir. Um, but the big word that you mentioned there is just that non-negotiable. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I talk about uh, to so many, um, you know, guys that are looking into, you know, what, is, what is it that I need to need to change? And that's one of the first questions that I'll ask them is, okay, you're telling me about your health and fitness and how it's, you know, slipped so bad off to the wayside. And now it's affecting these other things in your life. Are you ready to make that a non-negotiable? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's like the first question a lot of guys have to answer is, okay, are you willing to, you know, structure in if it's just 15, 20 minutes. And it's interesting. I had a, I'm kind of going off on tangents here, but uh, had a conversation with a gentleman yesterday and I was like, well, what's your biggest barrier holding you back from, you know, making this change that you want to make? He's like work. I was like, okay, well, how's work, you know, holding you back. He's like, I work 12 hour shifts. I was like, okay, there's plenty of guys that I know that work 12 hour shifts or even more. Like, how's that holding you back? And he just, I think sometimes guys just don't see like they don't know what they don't know. Right. And so yeah. he's like, well, I work 12 hour shifts. I was like, well, what do you do with the other 12 hours of the day? He's like, well, I go home and, you know, spend time with family. I was like, okay, well within that 12 hours, what can you carve out for yourself? He's like, Hmm, you know, I can, I can probably carve out 20 minutes at least for myself. It's like, you can, now you take it a little bit further. You make that a non-negotiable. Guess what? You're going to start getting shit done within that 20 minutes, you know? So it's interesting how that, how that works. But until you actually, make that shift. Like, yeah, it's not going to happen. You'll say you right. want to do it, but then you won't do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, that, that non-negotiable, like, honestly, probably 60% of the time that I work out, I was, I, I want to be out, you know, I, I want to be there. Um, or I'm looking forward to it. There's a good 30, 40% of the time where I'm like, Oh man, I'm sore. I don't, I'm a little bit tired. I had a long day at work, but it's that discipline saying, and remembering uh, what you feel like after a workout compared to yeah. what you felt like beforehand, Absolutely. you know, it's remembering those things and the benefits you get out of it. You know, going, going back to school absolutely sucks. I don't yep. like any, any moment of it. Yep. I don't like studying. I don't like, you know, reading textbooks. It is, it, it's, it's boring, but you, you do it, you get through it and look at the results you get, mm-hmm. you know, I, I doubled my career since, since taking that step. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome, man. So I want to dig back into you the results that you've accomplished within your training. Uh, now you're dabbling in uh, CrossFit a little bit more. You're start, you've actually done a good handful of competitions. We got the open coming up next year. If you know, everything goes correctly uh, and things unfold here. Um, got the CrossFit games this week. You guys excited to watch that? 
Yeah, I actually put it down the calendars. Yeah, yeah. Always curious. Yeah, they. I think it's going to be real fun to watch this year because uh, the numbers are so small. It's like five athletes, five girls, five guys. Um, I think the amount of stuff that they're going to be able to do, like there's just not going to be any limitations. So in a way, that's exciting. But another part of me is like I feel real bad for the athletes because they're going to go through the ringer, man. Yeah. It's it's going to be difficult. But um, uh, for you, Steve, talk about your progress there, man, because I remember uh, early – early on posting videos, like doing different Olympic lifts, like just obviously a, a little bit fresh with those. And then as time has gone on, it's like, boom, you got them down. You, you can easily, yeah, I mean, it's a skill set that you've built, but um, yeah. obviously we know the, the increase in strength that you've uh, achieved in, in just your pull-ups, but talk about some other, other things that you've uh, been able to build up with uh, within your fitness. Uh, uh, my, my, my engine, I, my engine has increased yeah. a ton. I mean, um, uh, before I was with the, the Forge Warrior, I went into some powerlifting, and that was the strongest I have ever been in my entire life. Um, I mean, I was I was hit, I was standing at a steady weight of like 265, 270. I um I squatted 650 at that point. Um, wow. Yeah, I, but I, I mean, I yeah, I was squatting like 650. My my deadlift for some reason was not quite to the 600 mark. Um, but. <laughs> I, it's just my uh, my short legs, you know. That squatting is no problem. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then on the rugby field, I, you might as well just roll the barrel around, you know. I couldn't yeah. get around. You can't lift your arms up above your head because oh, they're yeah. so big. And so it, it's uh, it's kind of I started focusing on something different. On being, I don't have to be that big big chunky guy that lifts things up and puts them down. I want to be able to, you know, deadlift 500 pounds and then run a mile. Uh, you know, it's just kind of, what do you want to be? Do you want to be, do you want to have a specific focus or do you want to be a, a, an athlete? And that's, that's what I wanted to be. I want to be more athletic. And so that, that's where my focus came from, where kind of, I started working on that engine and building up things yep. like that. Awesome. So your favorite, your favorite now is like a 3k row? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, said, I said, I do it. I didn't say it's my favorite. There's a big, big thing in between there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I I love those. Uh, I I make sure I get some kind of a nice long grinder in, but yeah, I still love those days where it says, "All right, we're gonna do some heavy squat cleans today, and we're gonna we're gonna get manly." That that yeah, still gets yeah. the hair on my arm standing oh, up. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, nobody. Uh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that in person, man. You Went out to the it. Zed shed, and <laughs> the the engine, both the strength and the engine, were on display. I think we were hitting heavy front squats. Yeah. This dude just crushed it, and then we had you know the engine, the Metcon work, and I'm just watching him just lap me on. But I forget what we were doing, like push-ups and a couple other movements and some yeah, shuttle Yeah, I think it was like, uh, actually, I remember, I think it was like pull-ups, American swings, and shuttle runs or something. Yeah, like yeah, and just, you know, I was like, holy crap, this guy outweighs me by like 30 pounds, and he's just crushing me on, the, you know, he's just flying by me. Yeah. Like, holy crap, man, it was impressive. Yeah, you guys, uh, I, I want to say both you guys hit PRs on your front squats that day, didn't you? Yep. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, the, yeah. that's the power of being able to, you know, train with, with people in, in person, but... Um, um, absolutely atmosphere is a big thing to do yeah. doesn't it yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and i think i think that rolls into another thing that i wanted to talk about steve is obviously the the forge warrior and adam you were a part of the forge warrior before it made that transition into the forge father and really i think the transition came because most of the men in the program they were they were dads they were they were they were their fathers they had kids and that's basically kind of the transition that i've gone through myself and um kind of where the program has gone but I know you reached out, gosh, it was probably like a month ago or something, Steve. And you're like, you know, I just want to voice my concern. It's like, you, you definitely feel a part of the brotherhood, but 
a part of you was like, man, I kind of feel disconnected because a lot of guys in the program, you know, they're married, they got kids. And so a lot of the conversations that are going on inside the program are obviously kind of revolved around that. But I, I kind of brought you back down. I was like, dude, like, don't feel disconnected in the fact that you're not a dad yet, which kind of brings another question. Like you and your wife, are you guys thinking about kids? Maybe. I think about a lot of things. Just live that, just live that life that Steve yeah. life. But um, right here, I, I kind of want to be married for a minute before. Yeah, I yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, my wife and I, we were, we were married. She is, for a uh, she's, well, she's uh, 10 years younger than I am, so we got she's, a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. But either way, obviously, the, the, the brotherhood has gone through uh, a pretty interesting transformation over time. But even though that you're not a, a father, you're still everything that we represent inside Forge is you're a leader. You're a freaking role model you know, you're a man of action and that, that's really what matters most, you know? So I just wanted to voice that, um, on this podcast. I know I reached back out to you. I was Absolutely. like, dude, there's, yeah, there's no reason for you to ever feel left out in that regard. And I want to say, um, uh, did you guys know Chris had his uh, son last night? Right. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know there's a small handful of guys that are in the program that are not yet fathers, but it's like, they still, they still are basically a father in every, every sense of the word, you know what I mean? So like leader, role model. And I mean, you're just, you're in the front, you're doing the work and you're being an uncommon man. And that's really what it's about, you know? And so I remember when you reached out to me and asked that, I was like, dude, if there's anybody in this program that uh, should feel left out, it's definitely not you. Cause like you're, you're definitely kind of like a, uh, a poster child, if you will, of like what this thing is all about. Like just looking at the, the journey that you've had thus far, I mean, you could have easily just said, hey, Travis, I'm going to go ahead and put this thing on, on, on the back burner. I got school. I got this. I got this. I got this. And there's men in the, in the past that have done that, right? And they basically have kind of taken that easy route out. It's like, I just got too many things, right? However, like we've already kind of discussed, is like when you stay in the mix and you just continue to grind and push yourself through, you get to this point where you can like look back and you're like, hell yeah, dude. Like I got through that. Yeah, you know, I can I do this. What else can yeah, I do? Yeah, absolutely. Like you test yourself yeah and it's it's kind of like what i've talked about before it's like you know everybody wants to talk about being a badass and like beast mode you know beast mode on it's like stuff like that it's easy to say that when shit isn't you know coming at you at all different directions it's easy to say that when shit is like smooth it's like smooth sailing but when the waves start crashing in and it starts storming can you still say that can you stay in the storm and weather the storm or do you freaking you know jump shit right and so absolutely um Basically, it just it says a lot about who you are, your character, and really what this whole thing is about. It's not about me. It's like way above me. It's like a movement that we're all part of and a lifestyle. So I just wanted to say, you know, big respect to you, man, and a big. Appreciation. Oh, I appreciate that, and I, and I mean, I I appreciate everything that you said, and and when you responded, and I thought about that more and more, and like you said, this is this is beyond you know this whole thing is above me, and that's that's really the same realization, not realization, but the same kind of thought process that I had, like. You know, no, no matter what the name of anything is, this is still your freaking club. This is still your try. You know, you, no matter what, I got to this point by from from this group and and following this process. This this will be my club. You know, club tribe. However you want to however you want to talk about it. But there's um, cutting that out would be like cutting you know cutting your main your main vein to everything. Your main your main source. So um, you might. You might, you know, try do try doing different things, and and um, maybe you, you miss a challenge because you're doing something different in your life and it's not working for you. But that's always that's always your rock. It's always going to be my rock and, and, yeah. and my club. So, um, 
that's that, that's kind of the way I thought it through. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, it's a brotherhood. Brotherhood, correct, man. Correct. Regardless, yeah. it doesn't matter what it's called. It, it matters what you're getting from it and, and yeah. how you're using it. That's what counts. Yep. Yeah, from my point of view, I mean, coming in as a new guy a couple of years ago, you know, I looked up to you right from the start. You know, you're just one of those guys. You're that the energy of the group. You always had that that awesome energy. Always looked forward to the own ups, the check ins over the years, just because it's uh, there's an entertainment factor. Uh, you know, never quite know what to expect other than it's usually there's usually some good energy there. But, uh, you know, you've never been afraid to share the highs and the lows. You've been vulnerable. Um, you're one of those guys that's awesome about, Hey, I'm, I'm not sure how my lift, you know, on the lift technique is. So here's, here's a video of me. What do you guys think? Break it down for me. Tell me where I'm sucking tell me where I'm doing good. I want to get better. Um, and so there's just so many reasons that I've always had just the highest respect for you, man. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think a big takeaway right there is the fact that, you know, when we dig into the Olympic lifts, our, if we go way back when you first started, um, you definitely weren't comfortable with the lifts that, that much. But you had you you had the the commitment level in you know the follow through to post videos post videos I'm gonna give you a critique um, and you only started to improve right whereas you know some guys you know part of them is just like well I don't I don't want to look like a jackass on video and you know I know it's bad so I don't want to post it. it's like well shit you're never gonna get any better then you know so yeah. you just got to go through that but and so that's that's a big takeaway that everybody can can get from that. And then the second one, you know, Adam mentioning, you know, the own ups. I remember a couple of weeks, man, this was years ago since I've done it, but I'm like, all right, this Sunday, uh, we're going to have a, a special theme for the check-in and you got to go live and you got to be uh, like a, a wrestling personality. Yeah. Like you got to come up with like your own wrestling, <laughs> wrestling persona. I think I want to say you did, you did, you, you went all out. I think you had like a costume maybe. Um, uh, yes, I own, I own a lot of fancy dress costumes. I'm a big fan of dressing up to, uh, cause I'm, that's just my goofy personality. I won't get into details on that cause, um, well, just because in general, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to do something, yeah, if I'm going to do something, I like to do it 110%, no matter what it is, even if it's making other people laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halloween's coming up too. You got a Halloween. Yeah. Costume. That's why my mustache is a little thicker. We're, I'm, yeah. we're, we're doing, uh, so, uh, my rugby club, since we own our own field, we're doing this thing called the trunk or tree. Yeah. Uh, so guys are coming down and like you decorate your cars and everything yeah, yeah. and then kiddos can kind of walk around and, and be able to have some sort of trick or treat. And so we're going to do a little Bob's burgers, my wife and uh, a friend of hers. So yeah. I got to be Bob. So I'm letting the mustache get a little thicker. So Bob's burgers. Is that what, what's Bob's burgers? It's, it's a, like a cartoon show. Cartoon. Or something. Is it? Yeah. I yeah. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. You have to so do I mean, that. It's a, it's an apron and a mustache and some yeah. sweatpants. I think I can swing that. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to post, I was going to post in the group for guys to uh, share their uh, Halloween picks if guys are dressing up. I know there's some dudes, uh, there's a couple guys in my neighborhood here that they go all out, man. They're, they're more dressed up than their kids, you yeah. know? And so I, I was kind of looking at different costumes and whatnot because I, I, miss, I miss getting dressed up for Halloween. Like I haven't for the last couple of years, but I need, a, I need to get myself a costume for this year. Still not sure what we're going to be doing. Um, what, what, are, what are, are there pretty big restrictions where you guys are from as far as Halloween goes this year? Are they saying yeah, don't do it? Yeah, I mean, New York State, he's almost closed off all, I think we're at 46 states now that we're not allowed to travel. If we travel to them, we have to be quarantined when yeah. we get back for two weeks. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I don't know the exact regulations of what they are as of right now, as far as kids trick-or-treating in the neighborhood. I just haven't been following up on that. Yeah. Um, this whole, the whole idea that our club is doing was brought, um, we, we have a, a separate group that's called the the aardvark wags wives and girlfriends 
a little like group and they came and presented it. So I'd assume there's some sort of regulations if they're asking, you know, if they wanted to put together an event at the field. Yeah. Uh, but I don't personally know the exact regulations that are set in place right now. Yeah. yeah, it's town for us up in Massachusetts. It's town by town. Um, my town has canceled the door to door trick or treating. Um, I think people are trying to figure out ways around it and, you know, the more open neighborhoods, like maybe, you know, set up a table or something out in the front lawn so people can still be outside and kind of walk around, but not be all up, you know, knocking on doors and right. reaching into the same bag or whatever. So we're trying to figure something out just to stay sane, you know? Yeah. Cause it is, it's fun. It's fun for the kids and everyone's looking forward to it. I think a lot of people were really hoping that this was something where, Hey, if this is an outside type of activity, we should be able to pull it off. Yeah. Yeah, what we're going to do, we're still going to go around just our general neighborhood here and uh, we'll collect candy. They're not, obviously they can't eat it while they're out and about, but we're going to collect it. We're just going to toss it when we get home. And then we got like little, my wife will probably put together some Halloween packs for the girls with, you know, their, their top favorite candies in there or whatever. But shoot, we tossed all the candy last year anyways. Like we kept like 10% of it yeah and, uh, <laughs> not trying to let your kids eat on that for the next month you know so yeah, kind of kind of a I good mean, prepper for for thanksgiving and christmas right yeah. and let's let's be honest i mean if it's out there it's, it's just going to be a temptation you know yeah. i see it, in the, see it in the drawer i got all this leftover halloween candy yep yep <laughs> it's like why put that burden on yourself right it's yeah, like, yeah. i tell yeah. guys that are like i'm finding myself you know sneaking into the pantry and you know grabbing a little debbie food cake every night and it's like yeah easy solution, throw that shit out yep. and don't buy yeah. it when you're at the store. Yep. Like you literally, you, you have to, you know, pay for this stuff at the store. Like you have control not to do that. Right. Yep. So uh, just set yourself up for success. Uh, so yeah, it's really hard to track one Reese's peanut butter cup. Like it only yeah. does it the whole package. Like, come on. Yeah. 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 So well, cool, man, Steve, thanks so much for coming on brother. Absolutely. Um, to close this out, I guess what in your mind, like what's, one big, I guess, breakthrough for you, um, you know, in the brotherhood, I got the breakthrough group that I, I try to share different lessons that I've picked up, you know, over my own journey. I would love to hear what uh, one of your biggest breakthroughs is. Uh, that you can always learn more about yourself. The older you get that, that never stops you growing as a person never stops. Um, and the more you put into yourself, the more you grow, the more you learn, the more you just expand as a human being, whether it be your mind, your body, your spirit, whatever it is, you always have room to grow. There's, there's no freaking glass ceiling. There, there is none. You get out as much effort as you put in. You can always grow as an individual. And that in turn makes yourself better, life better. Just, it, it, you know, you would, I feel like I enjoy, I enjoy life and, and just the world more just because I have grown as a person and more in the last three years than I had in whatever, let's do some math, the 36 beforehand, you know what I mean? That's my biggest breakthrough is I feel like I have, I have learned how to grow and improve myself as an overall human being. And that's what I really want to do. That's, that's my biggest focus. I want to be, uh, you know, it's not just, do I want to, do I want to win competitions or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's all great. But I want to be happy with myself and, and, and love life overall. And that's my biggest breakthrough. Yeah. I love it. And it's uh just taking that, that, that growth mindset, you know, and yeah. switching your mind over to grow, grow, grow. It's not uh, consistently about, you know, hitting some huge outcome and that's what defines you. It's like, no, you're just a human being and you're going to continue to grow. You're going to continue to expand and ascend Absolutely. and, you know, taking on challenging things. And that's the fun of it because you get to see yeah. what type of individual you are. And as you go through that process, you're going to grow and, sure. and 
that's where the change and transformation happens, man. I love yes, the fact sir. that you shared that, dude. That's really what it's all about. Cool, yep. man. Awesome, brother. Adam, you got anything else to add? No, man. Just uh, appreciate you, man. Steve, love you, brother. And uh, absolutely love you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so and, happy you got on here. Yeah, absolutely. And looking into 2021, we are going to make Forged Brotherhood Weekend happen. Uh, awesome. Steve, I know you asked about that. Like, you being in this program for this long, like, we still haven't been able to meet up in person and, you know, give a real hand pound. So, yeah. uh, that's got to happen. That's going to happen in 2021. So, thinking probably February around the time that we've always had it years before. And um, yeah, man, we'll, we'll get together and hoping, hoping to set it up uh, the last week of the open. So obviously we'll be doing like the open inside the brotherhood. Those, those, the guys that want to participate in that. So we'll do the CrossFit open and then we'll set it up to have the, the forge weekend on the very last week of the CrossFit open. So we'll, we'll together do that workout in the gym, which will be freaking nuts. And then, yeah, yeah man, it's going to be a great weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. So awesome. cool, brother. Well, thanks again, Steve. Appreciate you, man. Let's, let's continue to, to chip on down the path and yeah, um, have some fun and keep growing, man. Oh, that's my main focus. Hell yeah. Awesome. Thanks, fellas. We'll see you on the inside. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Thanks. You Later. too. Later.